Donna, it's so great. Welcome, everyone, to the Women's Empowerment Series. We are live for the episode uh, 37, I think, Women's Empowerment Series. And I'm such a, I'm so honored and delighted to welcome you, Donna Dumas, from Rhode Island. Yeah. Thank you very much for having me today. It all is right. my, my great pleasure to be here with you and all of uh, the, the wonderful people joining us today. Thank you so much. Yes, I want to welcome everyone who's joined us. Let us know, let us know where you're coming from, where you're connecting from. And we are uh, live streaming on LinkedIn, Facebook, and also YouTube. So if you are live with us uh, and if you have any questions, let us know. And if you are on replay, hashtag replays. If you have any comments or questions, I always love to keep this interactive. And uh, so that we can, uh, we can make it as a spontaneous conversation. So how are you today, Donna? I'm I'm doing very, very well. We have an, uh, somewhat of an overcast day here in Providence, Rhode Island, but that is typical for this time of year. And really? uh, yeah. <laughs> we've been very fortunate. It's been a very, very warm winter. Um, so I won't complain about that, but it is, it's a, lo it's a lovely morning here. Um, as, and I hope it's a lovely afternoon for you as well. It is. We have the little sun. We we did have some rain yesterday, but we want more rain here. So that's what mm. we'd love to have more of. But so yeah, usually our winters are mild. I mean, we I'm wearing a sweater because it's cold, but it's not the you know freezing cold. Not on the mountains. Yeah. Nice. Nice. That's nice. So how are you? Let tell me about you. I want would love for you to introduce yourself. Uh, talk about your work. You're a lawyer. You're an educator. You're also a business owner. You're doing many many things, and it's very impressive. And you are a <laughs> beautiful role model. So thank you. I started from the beginning. <laughs> well, um, I wish I could tell you it was it was a linear journey. It it, it most never is. It never, never is. is. No. Um, and that's the beauty of, of this, right? Yes. Um, so I um, was in just academia my whole life. I loved school and I decided to pursue law. Okay. So I attended uh, law school, Roger Williams University School of Law in beautiful Bristol, Rhode Island. So we were learning all kinds of toxic torts by the seaside. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was so much better than learning toxic torts by the curbside, which was my other option. So it was either Boston or Bristol, and I chose Bristol, Rhode Island. So um, after attending law school, I... Uh, or through law school, I should say, I was a, a law clerk, a paralegal, the typical work that okay. law students do. Yeah, a lawyer start doing, yeah. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And I, I, it, it was wonderful. I worked with a solo uh, practitioner. So I had a lot of one-on-one um, -on -one deep mentoring. And that really resonated with me at the time. And I think that's what I continue to resonate with, even as a professional tutor. Oh. So um, once I uh, 
acquired my license to practice, I worked for a, a general practice law firm in Massachusetts. And again, it was um, just a, a, a the three partners, I think an associate, and and I was a junior associate. Okay, which is good because then you get to do everything in the. In that's that's right, and yeah. you get to know through that contrast what you what areas of law you gravitate towards and which you 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 don't. Um, so you want to play to your strengths, and I found myself really attracted to the civil rights and the employment law, and. Um, that kind of work. Um, I also did did business uh, work too. So we worked with nonprofits and LLCs and other business entities that okay. um, mm -hmm. just needed, you know, legal advice. Mm -hmm. So I found myself with the clientele actually uh -huh. wanting to educate them, and I would say, you know, why don't I just write a lawyer letter for you? will submit it and then there will be three responses a b or c okay if it's a you can respond this way if it's b you can respond that way and if it's c you come back to me and we'll proceed Excellent. so mm -hmm. the clients loved that because, because we're was, teaching them actually right so they mm -hmm. really appreciated that that i actually spoke to them as an equal um oh, and goodness. From a business perspective, they liked it because it was cost effective for them and they gave them responsibility and accountability for their mm -hmm. own, frankly, circumstances. So mm -hmm. that was a very empowering thing to do. Mm -hmm. From the law firm's perspective, they didn't you don't get paid so <laughs> That's until, until they realized it was a it was a business generator because this those clients actually told other people that I was educating them and actually cared about how they could ha how yeah. they would handle it. So I ended up with more business as an attorney when I wanted to be an educator. <laughs> That's so nice. But this is very, very good because you kind of helping and your helping brought you more. Yes. Just by giving value, not yes. even running after the clients. I love that because that's so true. Mm. It was a very um, natural way for me uh -huh. to uh, attract yeah. rather than impose myself or uh -huh. really assert myself. Um, I simply attracted the, the clients because I authentically wanted them to 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 understand what their case really was about yeah because you um, cared about them like really absolutely. as a person absolutely you created that human connection yeah. which is one of the points that i was just going to raise as we proceed through this presentation it's at the heart of what i do it's mm -hmm. it is not simply a business strategy it's not artificial it's a a, a that connection arises um, authentically and yeah. naturally. And I, everyone has a way to connect. Everyone has a unique, call it a personality, but mm -hmm. we all have these unique ways to connect in uh, a meaningful, for meaningful dialogues. So true, so true. So... As I practiced for, for a few years and 
um, made some wonderful connections there, as mm -hmm. to use your words, um, wonderful clientele. I still had this calling to educate. And I had my, when I had my son, um, I found that was a really uh, sort of a watershed moment for me uh -huh. because I really needed to take that opportunity to put scaffolding in place for him so okay. he could thrive yes. in academics. And I could see there were struggles there. Mm. So I left the law firm and it, it just so happened it was dissolving. The, one, the partners were going separate directions. One was becoming a judge. One wanted to open her own firm. Mm -hmm. So it was a really perfect time. Mm -hmm. And I saw, um, I had reached out to a, a, a colleague who had mentioned that um, Mount Ida College, which is outside of Boston at the okay. time, mm -hmm. was looking for a business law professor. And I thought, perfect. Well, this just landed. <laughs> so uh, excellent. I took that position and I fell in love with it. I really so fell nice. in love. So you lived outside Boston, actually. I I actually was in southeastern Mass, so it was a, a kind of it was somewhat of a commute at the time. But mm -hmm. I had I had already been to worked in Boston in the federal courts, state courts. So it was not uh, anything hmm. troubling. Yeah, um, and I was in my element. That's I was so in my element. Yeah. Um, with young, eager minds and aspiring entrepreneurs. And yeah. uh, many of them were first generation in their family to attend college, but they Amazing. came from family businesses. Okay. So they were wanting to uh, grow their family's business mm -hmm. and they really were uh, invested in their, in mm -hmm. their academics. Mm -hmm. So, um, I developed a, a curriculum because it was a new program. The business law program at the time was very new. Okay. And um, I could I could tell right away, because law, as you know, mm -hmm. uh, and it's a very different way of thinking. It's, it's um, it requires critical analysis and a, a very specialized way of writing. Okay. Um, so I see that, Students were were struggling, and mm -hmm. at the time there, there were a good thirty to forty students in the class. It was a large class. It's a large class, yeah. It is, and I I wasn't able to convey what I needed to convey in that large of a setting. Oh, so wow. I decided that I mm -hmm. would run a free, completely gratis after school tutoring program for oh students God. that were coming to me with their struggles. That's so nice. It was, it, it, it exploded. I, at first I was, um, at first I looked at it as a reflection on my teaching that uh -huh. I just wasn't a good teacher. Wow. Yeah. That's the thing. You're like, you were not good enough for them to, to. Right. I, I, right. I wasn't a good teacher. That's why they didn't. But that's not understand. true. That's not the case. Of course so not. at the time I said, well, if I'm not a good teacher, I will be a good teacher. Let's do this tutoring. So and that's why you give it for free because you to do an I, additional. I did. I did because when you see an opportunity, take it. No, no ill will come of it. 
take I love that. Well said. So when you see an opportunity, take it. I love take that. It. Absolutely. Take it because mm. the you don't know what's going to unfold. You, exactly. It it really is an exercise in faith. It is. Um, and at, to be honest, there were only a, a few students coming to me at that time with their struggles. So I didn't okay. expect the turnout, which was incredible. So the whole class. It, was it the it, whole class? It, it, was, it was a good, it could have been a separate business enterprise then. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> if it wasn't for free. If it wasn't oh. for, so... It, uh, and, and many times it, it was very, um, that's when I realized that although the students were having the same academic issue, uh -huh. for instance, how to organize uh, a legal memo, yeah. how to organize it. There's a very specific way to do that. Okay. They each had very unique learning styles. So that's how the tailoring the tailored tutoring came to be initially was through that laboratory, so to speak, at Mount Ida. It is a laboratory because it, it is. is because then when you have them, then you see what's lacking and it's, how you can do it. Yeah. Yes. And then you can target. You can focus so highly that you have that you have that moment where the spark lights up in, in their eyes and they, you, you know, they, they, they've grasped it. You know that they've grasped the concept. And that was what was really thrilling for me as a professor mm. that when we returned to the classroom, it was a very different environment mm. because that connection I was able to foster through the one-on-one -on -one and very mm -hmm. small groups. And when I say small groups, no more than three. No more well, than yeah, three. because otherwise it's just going back to the 30. Exactly. By the school, they probably recognized you for that. Well, they, they did, but at the time there was no funding. There was no funding for in-house tutoring. Mm -hmm. Now when you go to, if, you, if you're in academia or you are a faculty member, there are in-house tutoring. Mm -hmm. um, uh, and they have, isn't it? Don't they have like a teaching assistant? Like when they want more, they add that. I remember I was doing that for my professors when I was at Harvard. I was like a teaching assistant where I will go with the, you know, some of the students and work on the exercises. Yes, and, and they and they have that. They have that as well. But yeah. at the time, that mm -hmm. business law program was so new, and there wasn't. Uh, you know, Zoom, there wasn't... When was that? When was it? In the 2000? Was it 2000? Uh, when did you do that? About, yeah, maybe 2000. No, it was more, no, more than that. Mid, mid, I will say the mid, mid 2000. So the, the, the technology was a podcast, maybe. Oh, yeah. You were lucky. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's right. That's incredible so, how the digital have changed. Incredible. I know. It's, <gasps> it, but again, it's just a tool. It's, it's yes. just a tool. It does not replace learning. It Never. does not. Never. Um, mm. I, I have had students over the years with the most amazing technology available to them. Yeah. And their learning is... Um, they're they're struggling. They're really struggling. So I don't want us to 
or for me, I should say, in my experience, I technology is not a substitute for the actual learning. And that's the goal. That's the goal. I, I don't care if it's pen and paper. Or, okay. you know, so to or, you, the in-person, it will never be replaced with the technology. Never. never. never you never. could use the technology as a tool, but the in-person, the existence of a person behind the screen is just important. Yes. And there are some uh, subject matters that can't, you can't bridge the, del the digital divide. Um, uh, science classes that, that require laboratories that actually mm -hmm. require hands-on mm -hmm. experience. You, you, it's extraordinarily difficult to, um, to teach that virtually. So there were some, some subjects, as I say, that simply have to be in person. And that is what I prefer. Okay. That, and, It, it, you know the, the 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 pandemic really really shifted that. Of um, course, yes, it it did, yes. Mm -hmm. And uh, in fact, some universities now are going to the alternate, using both possibilities, being online or being you know being in person, which is yeah. a new thing. This was not the case before. I'm looking at the summer school for my my uh, my son, and I'm like, some of them they offer them online. I'm like, what's the point of online? We I want know. them out. I, that, right. It's because because we want multi-sensory approaches mm. uh, to, to learning, because as I've stated earlier, each learner has a unique style, mm. yes. a unique way of of absorbing and metabolizing that. Yes. Yes. So the I don't want to certainly demonize virtual learning. I know mm. students that thrived because they, they were, they're just self-directed. But uh, I know so many students that really were challenged. Really uh, didn't work for them, huh? Exactly. So I, I don't want to demonize it, but I don't want to deify it either. Mm. Um, it, it's, again, it's another tool. It's another tool we can use. Mm. Um, and and I'm, I'm grateful to, to have it, um, frankly. Yeah. But still, it doesn't change. It does not change my uh, customized, uh, tailored approach to tutoring. It is one-on-one -on -one and very small group. And that is a non-negotiable for me. Mm -hmm. it's, it's something okay. I do not. Um, I, I've had people ask, well, would you, would you just, you know, I've, I've got a group of, at the time, I think it was law students. No, okay. pre-law pre students, pardon me. Okay. And they wanted um, a group instructor for or tutor for the law school admission test uh -huh, uh -huh. and um i have done test prep in the past i no longer do it there okay. are plenty of tutoring services out there that um do cater yeah. to that is uh, that the ls what is it called the ls the lsat the lsat yes, yes. the lsat so yeah. and again that's a very the way to prepare for that, I would call that rather boilerplate. Mm -hmm. It's, it's, there's, it, it, you don't have to cater to learning styles. Mm -hmm. uh, do test prep. The test is what it is. So okay. um, you have to do the tests and repeat them and do them. That, and that's yeah. Right. So if we were to look at it from a gender uh, angle, I mean, how are women doing in terms of the law? Is it like when you were studying for law, was the, yes. is it the same? Is it different? Is it more? 
How, what are the trends and how do you see it? This is, this is what uh, my, my, my colleagues have and I have, have talked about because the more things change, the more they stay the same, <laughs> so to speak. Mm-hmm. Okay. So while there are, you see more women in the law, actually, uh, mm-hmm. it, it's pretty evenly divided. Okay. What you're seeing are the same issues that women in professional positions, in corporate positions, face. And that is, there is the lack of understanding and support for the needs that are really exclusive to women or uh, biologically, uh, physiological women, such as pregnancy, such as uh, birth, Mm. Um, such as um, maternity leave, maternity leave. Absolutely. Um, So you're still seeing the same sticking points. Okay. Uh, You know, when, when I was pregnant with my son and I, I remember very distinctly having a conversation with one of the partners and I said, I, I really would like to have my hours um, I'd like to change when I'm in the office, not the okay. amount of the hours, but Just when. yeah, exactly the scheduling. And, and then- you, you would have thought I was demanding something really un, unusual, but wow. that was the thinking of the day. And it was a, it was a male dominated um, firm. Right. Right. So, there's a there's a certain there's a certain level of um, agreement I would have there because I they they don't know what it's like to be pregnant they don't know what it's like to give birth so those differences are distinctive Mm -hmm. the the biological differences are distinctive yeah so I like to say we are separate, but we are equal. And yes. that is what needs to change. We are different, different. in certain things, but yes. equal power, which That's means, right. you know, the fact that, you know, they do the work, you do the work, mm-hmm. maybe even more. The, and, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. And, and that's, that's another, uh, another area, the recognition Yes, the recognition of it. I, uh, I am, I am a a sole proprietor. I have no no employees. I'm the only tutor. Okay. Um, and and although in some ways that's rather, um, I don't want to say lonely, but it, because I'm not, I don't, I'm not having other tutors to bounce ideas off of. Mm. Um, but there is a supportive community here for me. That's what I was going to say. I mean, you can be inside a community. They do the same. Yeah, that's right. That's right. So I, and, and I, I love working independently. I love that my work speaks for itself. Mm-hmm. I, I don't advertise. I don't mm-hmm. have a website. Mm-hmm. I, I never needed it. I, yes. I, it was always word of mouth and always, you're so, always full. Yeah. Yes. Amazing. Yes. It's so it, it, that's, again, it was a very natural, um, organic. I don't really, it is organic. It is organic. organic growth really. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Uh, yeah. and it's, and it's not growth for the sake of getting bigger. Mm. It's 
growth for the sake of getting better. Oh, and also sustaining your business, right? Because you want to sustain it. That right. So, but it, it takes a bit of ingenuity to grow it in a way that's healthy. Mm, it's course. it's like pruning trees. Mm. You, you yeah, you got to do it right. You have to do it in a a, a, a almost it, it, it's an art and a science. It so. Is. Um, you can't have it just unwieldy and I'll just take all the all the clients and all the students I can get. No, you need to have uh, treasure yourself enough to mm-hmm. really think about what kind of clients you want to serve. How, how are you best positioned? Yeah, that's the way I always think if, if someone uh, comes to me and uh, say, uh, I'll just use a law student. Mm-hmm. And the uh, many times the subject could be substantive, like contract law, or it could be procedural, like chain of custody, evidence chain of custody, okay, uh, so to speak. So regardless of what the content of the the sessions are i'm i'm always always looking for that connection so yes. and to establish that through one on one in in very small groups is um it, it's much much easier because i'm able to focus on mm-hmm. building that authentic relationship yeah. once i have that in place then we can get to the content proficiency. Amazing, amazing. Yeah. That's, so you have your own step and you cannot collapse them. You, you need cannot. to go one by one. That's right. And it's it always starts with the connection. With That's that. number one, always. The connection is number one. We don't jump into the content. I want to know how do you learn? Are you visual? Mm. Do you like to play music when you're learning? So I'm looking for anything. anything Hints that shows you how to contribute. You are incredible. You are a treasure. You really are. You know, it's incredible. You were talking and I'm like listening because my son wants to be a lawyer, but he also wants to be an engineer. So I'm like, you know what, Donna, I am reaching out. Reach out. Absolutely. Absolutely. And whoever is interested in love, whoever is listening to us, I am absolutely dropping your link and you are such a, a jewel for all of this. Thank you. And you remind me, you know, I'm talking to you and I'm like, I feel I'm sitting at Harvard with the professors there. It just, you made me feel back to my time at there with the university professors. Everybody, everybody has the ability to learn. Everyone, everyone. That's, that's another just basic um, belief of mine. It's true. And no, but that's real. That's real. It is. It yeah. is. And, and once, mm-hmm. oh, please, please. No, I was going to add that a lot of people think, oh, I'm old, my memory, memory, I don't have memory. And that's not even true. You exercise the memory. That's right. That's right. And everyone has the, the, the capacity mm-hmm. to engage with 
with with material that they want to learn. That desire has to be there. I can't give you the desire. That's one thing I can't do. Okay. Yeah. But if you have the desire, that is enough. Then I we can form the connection, which leads to the content proficiency, which results in high quality learning outcomes. I love that. That's, That's really what it's 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 a natural byproduct. It's and you not know, what I'm doing. It's, it's a natural byproduct. You know, Donna, when you think about it, this applies to everything. Even yeah. what we do. It's like I work with women on leadership, on empowerment. But that starts with the connection because the person needs to feel connected to me. Yes. And so that whatever I'll say will impact her, will trigger something so that she can grow on her own. Because as you said, I mean, like a desire, everyone has a strength, a force inside. And you, the role we play and the role I play is to be a guide. But by creating that connection, and that's what leadership is. Leadership is to be able to impact the emotions, these ideas, the, uh, you know, the actions of the other. And that starts with the connection. Very, very well said. Very well said. Without that sincere engagement, and it, 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 I, it varies. The level varies. Some, some of my students benefit so much from deep engagement. They need it. And others, once they have just a little engagement they're off to the races and That's it. Uh. so it really is as as with you a tailored approach yeah and i think we need to see more of that i agree i, I agree. we it, it, it's it's not everything is scalable not everything is scalable in a linear way it it, it sometimes it's you have to make the investment. Mm. You, have, you know, I wouldn't feel comfortable any other way. I, I wouldn't, it would be um, an exercise in artifice for me to uh, have yeah. so many tutors, you know, to have an army of tutors at my back. It's just, you don't know. You don't know. You stay open to that. <laughs> Maybe that's such a reference that you don't know. It is your conscious open. That, see that you're tutoring me. I know. <laughs> but it, we he, here's an, here's what I find, and and maybe it's a common theme. Maybe you've seen this, but time and time again, I encounter uh, students that want to argue for their limitations. Oh, um, and I. And for for instance, oh, I'm not a good learner. I I'm just stupid. I can't yeah, I, learn. I know, I know, but that's very very children. It's you know it's that you know it's more. I'm doing the work that I do, and I deepen it more. I can hear that in my children, so I'm able to change it because otherwise they'll grow with that. They're that's like, right. Right. You if you can you can catch it, it yes. and you can nip it in the bud. I have no tolerance for it. No, because I, I will not be persuaded. Because to, I, I will not be persuaded by your argument that you're limited. No, <laughs> because it's no, because you see it. Because I but can't do my job. I can't. Because I, you I understand. Limited. Yeah, and you understand that the mind plays 
sometimes some, Absolutely. you know, uh, and, and block us, but it's just our mind playing with us. Exactly. Mm. That's all it is. It That's is. all it is. <laughs> it's not a character flaw. It's it, just it's not. a thought you're having that I promise you does not work and you should not give it any further attention. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. This was such a delight, Donna. You are so delightful. And congratulations Likewise. for the amazing work you're doing. And mm -hmm. I would love to reconnect again and talking more about whether you've changed your mind, maybe sometime in the future to grow more. Well, Who knows, well, right? There are always more stories to tell than there are told. So That's true. <laughs> uh, we, perhaps we will have another conference uh, further down the road and we'll yes. see what new and exciting things are happening exactly so exciting so i wish you all the best for this new 2023 and you many, as many well. things you, you as all. well a pleasure thank you for having me today thank you very much